So let's continue the discussion regarding mesh titus. So the first question we asked yesterday was that we have to figure out what material it's made out of. So historically, the mesh titus was made out of polyester, and that itself is a shayla on its own. Can one wear or yaita titus if the beged, if the cloth, is made out of polyester? So we said, according to many paiskim, as long as they actually used strings, even if those strings came from polyester or nylon, and they wove it together, that's considered a beged, and it will be chayav and tzitzis. However, we, the boys can say it's wise not to make a bracha, because since Rav Moshe Feinstein was machmir, we should at least consider it a suffix, and therefore one should not make a bracha on the polyester uh, tzitzis. However, today, many companies make mesh tzitzis, and the beged, the actual shirt, is made out of cotton, 100% cotton, or even rive cotton would be enough. And the question is, is there any reason not to wear mesh tzitzis? So I heard from a Talmud of Rav Hashem Shechter Shlita. He said he asked him, and Rav Shechter responded, he said, Parat Meruba made, which is a borrowed term from Hilchas Erevin, that there are certain type of mechitzas that you, uh, in closing, that you cannot have more open space than closed space. So that's what Rav Shechter said. Now it's interesting, why would you compare Erevin to tzitzis? There is a precedent to this, the Maril, when he discusses the size of the opening for your head, meaning our, take your classic tzitzis, you know, you buy in the store, so you have a, a space for your head and you have your four corners. How big can that space be? So there's a interesting uh, shita of the Maril, that he says, Asa avira mehaigisa and mehaigisa mevatele. Basically, you have too big of a, of a hole and you have very thin shirt, so perhaps that's also not considered a beggar. We'll get to those halachas then. But it's a similar borrowed phrase where we, where we are invoking Hilchas Erevin when it comes to tzitzis. But that's what Rav Shachter said. I'm assuming he means that it's not considered a beggar. It's, it's open. There's no real closing. A beggar has to be covering yourself. And Misvara, from his, just from just from Misvara, he would say that's not considered tzitzis. That's not considered a beggar for tzitzis. Rabelsky Zetzal on his Sefer, Shulchan Alevi, has a, has a page on this. He discusses mesh tzitzis, and he says that it is not considered a beggar. What's his proof? So the Mishnah in Kalim, the Mishnah in Kalim in Perak Chavches, Mishnah Tes, it talks about a, a yoytzez hachotz, someone who goes out. What does it mean, someone who goes out? So <clears throat> look at the Rav, he says, if you look at the Targum in Bereshis, the Targum says a zaina is it called a nafkas para, someone who goes out. Which we mention always that Tznias is all about primius, internal, living for yourself. And the opposite of that is chitzanius. And the extreme of chitzanius is a zaina. There's no taichin. It's, it's, it's the lowest level of chitzanius. So that's how the Mishnah refers to a zaina. And it says that... Uh, a cholok shal yotzes hachutz, the shirt of a yotzes hachutz. It's a osik kasavacha. It's made like a, it's like a mesh netting that is tahar. It's tahar, meaning it's not considered mekalotoma because it's not called a beged. So Rabbi says from there, you see, as as the mafarshim say on the Mishnah, you could see besara nira mibachutz. You get you're able to see her skin. So too, if you're able to see someone's skin through a mesh clothing. 
that is not considered a beged, and therefore it would not be considered a beged when it comes to Hilchas Tzitzis. Therefore, Rabelsky writes, anyone who makes a bracha on this, it would be considered a, a bracha levatala. <clears throat> there is a, a, a tshuva of the Laharis Nassim. The Laharis Nassim was written by Rav Nassim Gestetner, Zetzel, in Chilik Bey's tshuva Aleph. He has a discussion regarding Mesh Tzitzis, and he says, First he, first he says that he would assume that it's not because the Pasuk says Asher Techasaba by Tzitzis. It has to cover you. This doesn't cover anything. A mesh Tzitzis doesn't cover anything. There's holes in it. It is not considered a covering. Then he brings from his grandfather the Chassam Seifer. The Chassam Seifer in Chilik Vav has a, I think it's Simen Beis, he has a tshuva regarding a mesh yarmulke. Can a person wear a mesh yarmulke? Can you say a bracha if a yarmulke is made out of mesh? Now, He's not referring to small little holes. He's talking, if you look at the tshuva, he's referring to there are large holes in it. It's not like a yarmulke that's knitted. That's not what he means. He means serious gaps. And the chassam surface says, yes, you're allowed to make a brach on it. So, Rav Gestetner says, perhaps from there you could you see that even if there are holes in it, it's still considered a baggage. But he answers, and obviously I think we would all have this conclusion that you can't compare yarmulke to... Tzitzis, or Tzitzis Yamaka. First of all, even if you use someone else's hand, as we said in a previous Urim, that's that's fine. You, you need a covering, you don't need a baguette. Additionally, the whole point of, of Yamaka is hachna, that there's something, as the quotes from the Gemara. So that's, as long as you have something on top of your head, it could be a towel, it could be a napkin, a yarmulke. So it doesn't have to, technically be considered a beggar, and therefore there's no proof from that discussion. Then he brings the Gemara and Yuma. The Gemara and Yuma is discussing the Big Dikuhuna, the Kain Gadol, and it says that the mother of Rabbi Lazar ben Kharsim, she he was a Kain Gadol, in the Bayashini, she made him a Ksunas Mishteri, a very expensive uh, a coat, cloak, and it says, His brothers, the Kahanim, did not allow him to wear it. Why? It looks like he's not dressed. Now, some of the Rishonim point out that it, it's not that it wasn't considered a beggar. It's because it didn't look nice. You could see you could see right through it. Now, Big Tekihuna had to be very tight. If you look in the Ramam, when he talks about the Big Tekihuna, you, they weren't allowed to have ear space. So imagine really, really tight clothing. So you can see how, depending on the material, it would be able to, you'd, you'd, it would be kind of see-through, and you'd be able to see the, the flesh, the, the skin. So, one could argue that the reason why he didn't wear it, or his, his, the Kahana didn't allow him to wear it, because it, it was not nice. It was a bazillion, as, as the, as the Rishonim say. It's a bazillion to wear that in the base of Mikdash. However... You have a better taina. They should have said, you cannot wear it because it's not called a beged. And last time I checked, the big day kahuna have to be beged, right? So if it's not a beged, that would be a very easy reason, a very simple reason why it would be possible. Why does the why does this Akhivakanam tell him it's a bazillion? So Nelson Gishtener says, perhaps you see from here that even though the skin is visible underneath the underneath the beged, it's still considered a beged. However, he writes that it's not a proof. If you look, and Rabelsky says the same thing, you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says 
The Gemara asks, um, How could it be that his that the skin was visible? Which is talking about the strings of the bitikuna kafel shisha had to be uh, six times folded over, so it was thick. If it was thick, it obviously wasn't a mesh material that you could see through. So the Gemara says, It's like seeing wine through a cup. Rashi says, You have a thick glass. You can still see that there's wine inside. So basically, this material was, you could see through it, but you weren't actually seeing the skin. When it comes to mesh, if you look at mesh sitzes, some of the, especially the older uh, types, you actually see the person's skin. Here, you're not seeing the skin with you're, you're seeing the skin through the glass, through the the big dekuhuna, and therefore it's technically considered a beged, but his brothers did not allow him to wear it. So, therefore, it's not a proof from here that mesh sitzes will be fine. So, Rambam Gestetner and Rabelski Zitzah both say that one should not wear it, you don't make a brach on it, and that's how they paskin, and I think that is the, I wouldn't say standard, but that's the, the historical, conventional psak regarding mesh tzitzis. However, don't want to leave people hanging here, so why do many people wear it? You'll see it sold in farm stores, and Judaica stores, and in good hechsher, and good hechsher on the tzitzis, but still, so I want to bring down Reasons, perhaps, to be makele. First of all, t- there are different types of mesh chitzes. Not all mesh chitzes are created equally. So, I remember when I was in camp, the classic mesh chitzes was literally uh, very, very cheap material. You could see right through it. Uh, you would never consider that a baguette. However, there's the, the, the modern mesh chitzes. Modern, but today, you look around, the mesh chitzes is like, I would call it a basketball jersey, where... It's very thick material. It's cotton, and there are holes in it. The holes to be able to to breathe, but it's not a bunch of holes with a little bit of string, you know, keeping uh, keeping it together. That's not what it is. It's not strings. It's actual shirt. They even make undershirts like this. You go to Walmart, you'll see they have undershirts that are not like that have a little some have some holes in it, like a basketball jersey. So that's first of all. Maybe that'll be different if you look at the Mishnayos. The Pirish Rambam, there's a Mishnah Kalim Perichavdal Halacha Tezayin. It says, talking about a Svacha, talking about a Vyalda, a woman, a young woman, she wears it to cover her head. So it's Makabotuma, Tumah, Tumah, Smidras. And the Rambam writes that this is different than of the Zaina because this has much smaller holes. The Zaina has. Has the has the uh, the what do you call it? Her svacha, her hairnet, and her chalak, as the later Mishnah said, large holes, and therefore she was trying to expose, being being a uh, stick. So that's why it was not considered a beggar. But small holes would be a beggar. So you see from there that if 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 in fact one's uh, mesh tzitzis has very small holes, that would be fine. Rav Weiss in his Sefer Minchasasher Alatayra Parsha Shlach, he brings down, if you look in the Mishnayis, in Kalim, when it talks about the Chalak of the Zaina, so the Mishnah Werner writes that that's only when, that's the only thing you're wearing. So then, Nirim Pisar Mivachot, you could see the skin. However, let's say you're wearing that on top of something else. 
So let's say a person has an undershirt and he wears mesh tzitzis on top of the undershirt. So according to the Mishnah Chorna, which is a pirish on the side of the Mishnahis, that is not considered a, uh, that is that is in fact considered a baguette. And therefore, Rav Asher says, perhaps if someone wears something underneath it, you have at least uh, the Mishnah Chorna to rely on that is considered a baguette. Another thing to consider is that typically, at least for married men or yekis, svaradim, you're wearing a talus gadol anyways. So if you only make a bracha on your talus gadol, so then the meshit is there's no problem. So if you're not making a bracha anyways, so worse comes to worse, you weren't wearing tzitzis, but you don't, you don't have a chiv of tzitzis. You're not wearing a baguette of dal konfois. So not the end of the day, not the end of the world, if a person is wearing meshit without making a bracha. And the final thing to consider is that many times people wear it when they're playing ball or when they're too hot. So in those circumstances, we'll discuss maybe you don't even, there's less of a reason to go out of your way to wear tzitzis in that case. So if it's your basketball tzitzis or your very hot summer day tzitzis, perhaps it's better to wear it. There's a mug around. The mug talks about, let's say a person has a tzitzis that's less than the share. It's very small. But if he doesn't wear this, he's not going to wear tzitzit the entire day. He has a talus and he, for, for shakras, and he has a very small talus katan. So the Magadaran writes, yeah, don't make a brach on it, but it's definitely better to wear that than to wear nothing. So if it's mesh or nothing, mesh is better. However, I would strongly suggest avoiding making a bracha or avoiding having this as your only pair of tzitzit because as the place can write, perhaps we could argue that it's not considered a beged. Unless you want to tell me that today's mesh tzitzis, the holes are so small that you really, really can't see the buster underneath it. And then in that case, I would, I would agree that you can make a bracha on those mesh tzitzis.